0: and welcome to They Just Get It. I'm your host Tyler Chisholm and I'm excited as I often am accused of being of sitting here with Miss Missy Murray. Missy's from The Third Action and she's going to talk to us a little bit today about some what she, not only her story and what she does which is incredibly interesting but we're going to talk about ageism and what that means and how the impact it has I think across all of our society. So good morning Missy.
1: Good morning Tyler and I was so excited you invited me because. Th- thank you for coming. Uh, because now I get to talk about something I love.
0: Uh this it's such a nice uh, this environment that I've that I've quote unquote created that allows people to come in and, and just be passionate about what it is their own stories but more important to the things that they've they found in their journeys and that's where that that passion comes out and it's amazing. We met through a mutual friend, Mr. Eric Bennett, who has also been on the show. We haven't aired Eric's episode yet. It might be aired by the time this goes on. Ooh. So again, it's also what I love about Calgary. It's the biggest small town I've ever lived in, and you get to meet <laughs> and you get to meet really cool people. It is. Are you where are you from? Are you originally from Calgary?
1: No, I'm a, I'm from all over the place. I'm a army brat. So oh, I was right on. Born in Germany. And but uh, all over Canada, but mostly Winnipeg. I call Winnipeg home. Okay, where my family is.
0: Oh, fantastic! How, How long have you been in Calgary? Oh my god! Like 25 years. Oh, we're almost the same. So yeah, yeah. so late 90s. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. I came here in 2000, and yeah.
1: And still, Winnipeg is home. <laughs> oh that's
0: nice. It's funny. I grew up in Montreal. I grew up in Quebec, and I went back there maybe oh, I was like five or six years ago. I think I can remember. But I was walking down St. Catherine Street, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm not from here anymore. Like Montreal's that place that all of a sudden I felt like a tourist, and I, you know, I'd been to Europe quite a bit. and I was like, Oh wow, like I feel like I'm overseas. It was interesting. It was a whole mindset. It was a weird. I had a moment. I had yeah. to just take a take a knee and be like, Hmm, I don't know how I feel about this, but okay. Again. but then on, on the and now I can call Alberta home and Calgary home, and, I, yeah. and my wife is here, and I have a family and a huge network here. But it's an interesting transition when you move around a lot, and that that one place that's still yeah, I'm from there. But now you know the, that yeah. new place becomes you know, and home is means so many, means so many, so many things. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about what is the third action. Let's we'll start there.
1: Um, so third action is a film festival that celebrates aging and older adults, and we're trying to make an age positive culture shift. Um, many many people gosh, we are so scared of aging and we don't want to talk about it. Um, And unfortunately, our media and messaging in pop culture is very negative, but it's not. Interesting. It's not. It's there's so much possibility in the third act of life um, that I'm actually looking forward to it because when I retire, I'm not retiring.
0: Yeah, but this whole word "retire." What does retirement even mean? Like,
1: you know what? For our generation, and I'm 53, um, and people after us, uh, the the chance of have them having freedom 65 is very slim, and it's it's very slim for me as well. Interesting. But what you do is you actually change your attitude. Um, it's not retirement anymore. It's now I'm going to do what I want to do on the terms that I want to do them. So
0: that's always been my, the people are like, Oh, what do you retire? And not that, you know, I'm 40, I'll be 46 in a, actually in a week and a half, a couple mm-hmm. weeks, which is interesting. Cause I'm like, Hmm, 46, hmm, what does that even mean? <laughs> but life's never been better. I've never been having more fun. And, you know, arguably like, I had a good summer of like just the right amount of time off. And I'm like, wow, I felt like I was kind of quote, semi-retired, mm-hmm. still actively involved in business, but getting to, uh, you know, quote unquote, I like what you said, it's freedom yeah and you know redefining what that is versus the you know oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna stop working whatever that is and mm-hmm. sit on the in the rocking chair on the porch and kind of wait for the end that's a ridiculous a weird concept it's very morbid no, concept. No. or
1: the or the one from my parents generation is i'm going to golf yes my parents moved to a town with a golf course and they did a lot of golf thing my mom became involved with the um local lpga kind of thing yeah um and, and that's what they considered retirement yep. but it, even my mom went back to work part time she got bored <laughs> she got bored yeah and and the best third act is going to be filled with everything that you love so mm. i see kayaking pottery some work some philanthropy I'm going to be busy. Being involved, <laughs>
0: yeah, being involved in doing what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, curious. i want to get into a little bit how you ended up here because I think that's really curious. I love how people like sometimes accidentally end up where they are, maybe purposely. <laughs> it, I, I find my life makes more sense when I look back on it than necessarily when I was looking forward. But is there, is this, is there something in North America? I know, is there other cultures where age is looked at a little bit more? or is this an old mindset? I don't know. I have this in the back of my mind of like, but older means more wisdom. You ask the elder, you ask the person who's been around for 60 years because they're going to have a broader perspective than someone who's been around for 40. Has that shifted? Is that more North American? Is there other cultures? Is there something there to that?
1: There are cultures that are more, um, say honoring to their elders uh, than uh, Western culture. Uh, we actually had a film this year made by the Nakota AV club where, it's a youth club that makes films and photo- does photography, and they interviewed younger Indigenous people about their elders and what they considered their elders to be. And it was a, it was a great film. It's interesting. They, all the young people, uh, you could see they had a real respect for their elders. And then the credits roll. <coughs> excuse me, and they have uh, some outtakes, and one of the. Young men says, "Yeah, I want to be an elder. I just, I just don't want to grow old." So I'm going. Oh my god, that's Western culture creeping in. <laughs> and I'm going. So yeah, I mean, there are like, uh, you know, generally people think that um, Eastern Asia generally yes. uh, treats their older adults better, um, but e- even still, Western culture is uh, creeping in there too as well. We have been getting films from. India and Pakistan, where it actually shows elder abuse. Interesting. Yeah. So you hear
0: that, and you hear it certainly in the news, and and so it's not an those aren't isolated incidents, unfortunately. No,
1: no. And uh, so, in some ways, you know, great that. I can travel all over the world and speak English and get by most, mm-hmm. you know, that's maybe a, a, a bonus for me. Right. Um, but ageism creeping across the world, this is not a good thing.
0: Interesting. It's something you're seeing everywhere, driven a little bit by that Western filter that we're putting on things.
1: Yeah. That's, that's what I'm yeah. accounting it to. Yes, you might not be, but that's what I'm accounting it. Yeah, no, it's, it it's to. interesting. We yeah. definitely
0: celebrate youth in Western yeah. culture for sure. And, yeah. and it, it's so interesting. My grand, like I grew up, my grandparents were literally like next door to me and they played such a huge part of my life. And there was, mm-hmm when I was a child, it was such a huge, and it was always looked upon. And I grew up in a small farming community in rural Quebec where you respected older people. Like that was like, mm-hmm. if you didn't, you get a smack. It was kind of like, it was kind of like that <laughs> extreme version, but well, you know, you yeah, know what I mean in, in, in a very, in a healthy way. I'm sure I deserve probably more than I got, but that's another story. Um, so how did you end up? Cause clearly this isn't uh, you didn't sit back with your guidance counselor back when you were 18 and say, mm-hmm. you know what I want to do. Yeah. You know. How did you end up here?
1: Oh my God. What's the, it, that's it, probably it a long question. A confluence of, uh, like a lot of building blocks built in, I'm uh, I call myself a jack of all trades, and somebody else calls me a multi potentialite. I like that one. A multi potentialite I've not heard that. <laughs> that was a quotable quote for today. A um, so I uh, started off in the hospitality field, so of service, mm-hmm. and moved to administration, corporate compliance. So doing mm-hmm. U.S. Sec- securities and exchange filings. Interesting. Um, then I went to the university atmosphere, research, um, education, and then senior, uh, uh, construction, and then seniors' residences. I was a salesperson at okay. a seniors' residence. And kind of everything that I had done in the past led to this because I was with the seniors' residence for maybe about three months and it just really hit, you know, I like, I can sit here and, you know, you're young. <laughs> Ish. Comparative Ish. to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, your age is, rel- is, is, it re- is relative. relative. Yes, yeah. It is relative. Yes, it is. And, you know, I can talk to people outside of the seniors industry and say, yeah, there is ageism. And people go, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, but right. when you're plopped into an environment with a whole bunch of older adults, you um, You really get to see the ageism and the ramifications, not only the ageism, but the ramifications of what ageism causes. So, uh, you know, not talking about aging with the people that um, are close to you in your life uh, and not thinking about it because you don't want to because you're scared. Right, because you don't know what it looks like. You think we want to put that over in the corner in a box. Yes, we want to forget about it. We're never growing old. Uh, By the time if I don't
0: look at it, it won't happen.
1: (laughs) Or more importantly, by the time I'm seventy, they'll extend my lifespan and they'll have a way. They'll just transplant my brain into another body, Um, and I'll be young again. (laughs) Um, So, and the impact that that has on a family. So, I would see people coming in uh, to tour, and it would be the children, the adult children. And because they haven't talked about it as a family about what mom and dad want, you know, there's been a catastrophic event, they've fallen or something, they've gone to the hospital, and they don't get to go home. The doctor has said, No, you don't get to go home. And now you have literally four to six days to make all these major decisions that you, for your parents, that you have. No idea how they feel about.
0: So let's just pause for a second. So let's put that scenario to you you and I uh
1: at our, at our age Age, and
0: someone all of a sudden just saying no and making all the decisions for you. Like talk about, we talked about, you know, retirement being about freedom. Yeah. Everything you just explained to me was completely being stripped of your freedom.
1: Absolutely. Like,
0: how could you not feel like you're somehow becoming an inmate?
1: Exactly. Like, that's a
0: terrible, like the psychology of that, of like, what do you mean? I've lived my life. I've run companies. I've traveled. And now you're telling me what I need to do. How could you not get your back (laughs) up? Exactly. Like, it makes, makes me angry. because like, I'm, I'm empathizing. I'm putting myself in that situation. And I'm Immediately, feeling like, I what? don't do well with other people telling me what to do. <laughs> Many people, yes. I'm not. I don't see me getting better at it either.
1: <laughs> so it, it is like, I, and 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 aging is not always dwindling, right? Right. It's, um, but you do have to deal with if that. Potentially happens. There are some realities. Yeah. Um, like I can tell you, my husband and I have already had talks about dementia and me because dementia runs in my family. Now, right. dementia is not, for the most part, not hereditary, uh, but gosh, a lot of people in my family <laughs> have had it. So, right. um, so we're preparing. So it's about the preparing. Being, a, being aware
0: and being prepared isn't being morbid. <laughs> no,
1: no, it is not. And and not being afraid. You know, like I'm not going to get um, all angsty about the fact that I may have dementia, no, I'm going to learn about things like the common things that you hear in, in a regular media, like the Mediterranean diet and more exercise and more water. Okay, those are not hard things. Let's instigate right. those into yes. our life kind of thing. But um, so uh, part of an anyism is the, the fear, Sorry, right. I'm jumping all over the place. No, here. that's okay. Well, <laughs> we'll
0: I'll, I'll string it all together. That's 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 Excellent. that's my, it's my job. That's and it's, your job. That's okay. 100%
1: my job. Mm. Okay, I'm just the babble head. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, any any ism starts with a fear of the other, and and really people are are afraid of aging, and so they don't know the possibilities, and so they don't want to talk about it, and ageism appears, or racism appears. Right. So. Um, So we're going to change that. We're going to the film festival shows you films about positive aging. You know we have uh, a 81 year old award winning bodybuilder that's sharp as a tack. Um, You know we have examples right here in Calgary. You know Jim Gray started the Seven Over 70, Mm -hmm. and for those that don't know, it's not a lifetime achievement award. It's Awards for so people starting something after the age of 70. I really
0: like the reposition, because it could be really easy to think of it as that, without, yeah. without even knowing. Yeah.
1: You've done all these things and got here. And here's an award. Well, yeah. then then we could give out... A, it wouldn't be 7 over 70. It would be like 7,000 over 70. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right? If it's a lifetime achievement award. Um, but... Uh, so we have a lot of very... Act- and all the seniors this year... Sorry, I'm just whew, really all over the place. All the... Um, recipients this year are in their 80s so that's super exciting yeah it is because uh,
0: it it, it helps to redefine the paradigm it does and it's such a you know you talked about the the bringing bringing film such an interesting way to deliver messages through film emotion motion you get you get engaged but using examples of seeing real people because that's so much of what is possible because i believe that as humans when we see what's possible it changes our mindset it's like once that world record is broken all of a sudden five people break it in the next week because it's like oh it's, oh, if it, I knew it, I could do that, I would. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Our biggest limitations are the ones we put. Um, we put. So when you're in that environment, as you made this transition, you're working in seniors' care. Um, was there a moment, was there somebody, like, was there that, and it doesn't have to be because sometimes it's a series of, of trips and trips and then you end up falling into something. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment when, for you where it was like, you know what, I'm going to start moving down this road? Or was there a first project? Or was there a catalyst moment?
1: No, there was a, a, not a catalyst moment. It was just seeing the ageism. And it wasn't just... Um, you know, younger people being ageist against older people. It was, you know, 83-year-olds being ageist against 83-year-olds. And I'm going, oh, my God. Um, That's so interesting. And, and seeing the, uh, the angst that it caused for everyone and going, okay, we need to educate people. Okay. Like everybody, like there's lots of places that educate and I don't like to uh, beat with a stick. Okay. Uh, my saying is I'll, I'll whip you with a wet noodle and we'll teach you the long and slow way. <laughs> and uh, so the best way to educate is to entertain. So yes. what, let's do a film festival. I'm a cinephile and and I've always wanted to be in the arts. So, 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 so
0: a bunch of things you were passionate about and brought them together. Yeah. How long have you been doing it for?
1: Uh, Two and a half years. Excellent. Two and a half years. We've and been is it nice?
0: Years. Like, how's it been? Has it been as nice, steady build? Are you getting? Some, how's it? How's it? How's it going?
1: <laughs> well, to, I, to
0: be blunt, to just <laughs> ask the question.
1: <laughs> well, you know, like any nonprofit, it's a struggle, but at the same time, it like the uptake is amazing. Okay. Um, in our first year, we had over 600 people attend. Or over 600 bums in seats. Yep. And. Um, Everyone told me that's amazing for a first year film festival. Uh, we had some growth in our second year. And uh, it's been a, a lot of work in regards to... One of the great things about being a multi-potentialite is that all the little pieces of Lego came into place in things like... I happen to know how to incorporate a, not, uh, a company. So I, in, I, I did my own incorporation. Right, may not have done it right, but... I got it done. That's all that counts. Um, and I know about corporate governance, which is very important and a not-for-profit yes, yeah. from a grantor's perspective. And you know, I've start, worked with a lot of startup companies, so I know it's mattering about marketing and and all the other kind of background stuff. So, like, I really feel like I was dropped in. And the last piece was the sales piece, mm. and and I was a salesperson at the seniors' residence. And uh, it took the fear away because I hated networking, even the concept of it. Most people do. And then you get doing it and it's absolutely awesome. It's just finding new friends. So, um. (laughs) (laughs) Everything in life is about reframing.
0: I'm going to reframe this to finding new friends because networking (laughs) says nobody ever. Finding new friends, that sounds great. Let's go do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and so it was like the last piece and then there was just one day at work where I went we need to educate people. How am I going to educate them? I'm going to entertain them. Let's do a film festival. Okay, let's google this because it's not like I'm going to have good an old, original yeah, bil- thought. <laughs> build by Google how to yeah. build a film festival. Um, and of course there are other film festivals out there about aging. Not many though. I'm there, sure. There's five in the world including us. Because
0: you're bringing light to something that we kind of want to ignore. Exactly. You're shining a flashlight on it. Mm. Yeah.
1: So this is. So it, who, who
0: you say bums and seats? Who who comes?
1: Uh, the vast majority of our audience is 56 to 85. Okay. Um, Which is that? Is
0: that your quote unquote target?
1: <sighs> I'd like everybody to be my yeah, target. Yeah, I want. I wonder. Doesn't doesn't everybody say that? I want everybody. Yes, I've been in many
0: a meeting where, like, who's your customer? Everyone's our potential customer. Like, okay, but who's the most likely? Or who's the most perfect? <laughs> who's the ideal? So There's always and it, in, for primary, secondary, tertiary.
1: Yeah, and and I would say I would like to uh, skew that down the scale a little bit okay. to about forty five. Okay. Um, Only because those are the people that are coming in um, and potentially having to speak with their parents about aging. And they're probably not starting to think about aging unless somebody brings it to their yes to the
0: forefront for them. Well, I think I was saying off off air, my, my, I'm 46, my parents are both, my mom just turned 70, my dad's 73, both in great health. Mm-hmm. So we're, It's every time the conversation gets brought up to them, they just sweep it off the table and they don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I see it coming because I have other friends that are a few years older than me and now they're dealing with and also I'm very fortunate both my parents are in great physical shape living this awesome life. Mm-hmm. And they, but they're like, oh, we got five or 10 years, so we're going to do as much as we can. I'm not having those conversations with them, but I see it. I can, like, I can. It's, uh, you can see it
1: on the horizon. Yeah, and it's kind coming of thing. up at
0: dinner parties with friends, like, oh, my, you know, my, my dad isn't doing well anymore. He went from being like the active guy cutting his own firewood to mm-hmm. now he can't go outside. And like the impact that that has across like the, the whole family is significant. Mm.
1: It, it is. And I arguably have, I'm,
0: I'm not prepared for that. Like, I don't know. I haven't reached no. out. I haven't done the, re- this is a good conversation <laughs> for me because I'm bringing myself into it. And you're right. I haven't, I haven't really thought about it besides just in passing. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and so, as I said, we'd like to skew it downward a little bit. Okay. Um, and then we would like everyone else. Uh, because, yes, we concentrate on ageism at the upper end of the scale. Uh, but in our first year, we actually had Youth Central as uh, some of our volunteers. Okay. So we had 12 to 18-year-olds um, with my – because most of my volunteers are in that same age bracket as my audience – and we had a survey, and some of them filled out the survey and said that they had experienced ageism. So like, I, I, I don't want us to ignore that. I w-
0: I think it's really powerful, and we chatted about it before, that ageism just isn't, we're not talking about, you're focusing on this third act, third action, mm-hmm. but ageism is, like, discrimination is prevalent in our society across the board.
1: Absolutely. You're different
0: than me, so therefore you're wrong and I'm right. or what? what yeah. Insert whatever kind of silliness around that. But it's very real. Yeah, in my mind, I'm picturing how do we get the... The 15 to 25 or what What the youth, because if we're going to start change the cycle of how we look at things, we need to start earlier because yes. it takes a couple generations to change these belief structures.
1: It does. And, um, I am sorry, there is some research. I haven't read the research paper, but I know it's out there that says that we're actually inculcated to ageism at like between four and six years old. Interesting. Yeah. And so our attitudes towards aging are set that young and then oh my God, I need four and six year olds coming to my festival. And they're like, no, no, I don't. But oh, you need their you need their parents. <laughs> I need their parents. Yeah, you need their parents. <laughs> or their older siblings. Um, <laughs> That's so interesting. But, yeah. Hmm. But the the great thing is that um, when we get generations together, that helps, right? Because because of the type of world we live in right now, where people are families are really blown apart um, because they move to different cities. Like my family lives in Winnipeg. I you yeah, know, and growing up, I actually didn't have a lot of contact with my grandparents, so even my attitudes around aging are in the beginning very scared about right. aging. And that's literally in the
0: last, like, you know, 40, 30, 40, 50, yeah. 60 years. Yes. That, you know, because I grew up small rural farming community. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, Easter, it was, was 40 people. And it was wow. like, yeah, the kids' table was the kids' table. Then there was the, the adult parents. Mm-hmm. Then there was the older generation. So, you know, it was right across the board. And they, my grandfather, then this group would play cards and, and play uh, bridge after dinner. <laughs> and then this play, group would play crokinole. And it was so funny. But you grew up as that was always integral. And then you would stage. And then all of a sudden, you're too big and you're too old. You're in your mid-teens for the, for the, kids, for the kids, kids' table you move up to the adult table but then my grandparents sat at one end it was very much like that but it wasn't it wasn't segregated in a negative way it was like this is an intergenerational experience from two years old to up to 70 yeah and everybody participated and everybody made pies and it was just an interesting and back of that I want to say quote unquote was kind of the old way yes (laughs) and these melty but I I didn't I thought that's just the way it was but when I look back I was incredibly fortunate to grow up in that environment and my grandparents played a huge role in my life growing up I hung out with them all the time but they lived next door I could just walk over there (laughs) it was just a different world but I grew up with maybe a different uh, perspective on it I think because of that just realizing it now as I'm talking to you
1: yeah yeah you were lucky yes I'm I'm, I'm feeling lucky sitting here right now Yeah, so how do
0: we how do we supplant the realities of people move away? We live in this global world now. So it's they're not your your grandparents aren't around the corner or down, yeah. the, down the street.
1: And how how like how much pressure do we put on parents to go, Oh, you have to build you have to build and grow this perfect child and you gotta think about this and this and this and this and this and oh by the way, you gotta make sure that they interact with older people too. <laughs> right. And uh, because there are there are not for profits here in Calgary. That that's their sole goal. Is to get the generations together, um, which is awesome from my perspective. Um, but not everybody has the time, right? I mean, of course, um, I don't have children. I can't imagine my life is busy. I can't imagine throwing a child <laughs> into the mix. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah it, it is. It is a full-time job yeah. from from all my friends that
1: have have kids. And and then you know, okay. Yeah, and then and then put sports on top of that, or academics outside of academics, and and oh, by the way, you got to do your kids got to do some volunteering in there too with older older adults, or and they
0: need to learn how to play an instrument, and they need to get good grades. And yeah, they, exactly. Yes, <laughs> that high performance everything. world we we live in now. Yeah. And it's so interesting what you said earlier about fear and, you know, we fear what we don't understand. That's right. And this wars have been fought and wars have been, you know, and that, those cultural divides, but as soon as you meet and get to know and engage with, it usually changes your whole perspective because it's like, you know, the story that you might've had usually goes away. Mm.
1: Exactly. You see them as human, right? And yes. not, not as, uh, just old or just, um. Black or a Muslim, or. You're right. If you want to,
0: you, you, picked, you picked a certain category. Yeah. But really, the, the root driver is very similar in, in all of it.
1: Absolutely. Of, of, of
0: exposure and through the film. So you get films coming in from all over the world.
1: All over the world. And it's absolutely fabulous. And is there,
0: like, as, did, are you creating this network? Are, they, are you reaching out to them and they're going, oh, great, thank you, and a place we can get this film in market? <laughs>
1: um, so filmmakers are starting to learn about it. In the first two years, we kind of built our network, network within the seniors industry. Okay. And um, so unlike, say, other film festivals that probably get upward to 800 films in a submission year, um, we get, like, 100, 200 that's still a lot of films. It's still a lot of films because I'm
0: sure they're shorts and long. They're sure short all shorts kinds and of, longs. That's still and a lot, that's a lot of stuff to and to filter through. How many yeah. would you show?
1: Uh, anywhere between twenty five and thirty.
0: Also, as a, as a filmy, you get to just, just see so many because oh, you are filtering, right? You are like you are literally skimming, <laughs> watching through all these.
1: Um, in our first year, yeah, yeah I I'm watched sure every were. one of them, and and uh, uh, now this year I am not watching okay. every one. Got of a them. team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a team, which That's is awesome. great. Uh, is this your full time? Is this your full time thing? It is. That's
0: awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Just from like let's just talk about the entrepreneurial perspective of it. Listen to you talk about all the little Lego blocks. That's the building of an entrepreneur because you get to the table and you are like, okay, but you start to know. You go, wow, wow, I have this skill I didn't even know about. But you also become what's the key to being entrepreneurs? Being very resourceful.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: and picking up the phone, Google. You know, yeah. Again, that's today, even in our world, like 50% of the time we know the answer, the 50% of the time, we're like, you know, that's a great question. We're going to go figure it out because everything's moving so quickly. And having that mindset is such a prerequisite for anything, let alone starting an initiative like this. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I knew nothing about film festivals when I started this. But you knew a lot
0: about all the stuff around that goes into making a business. Yeah. Arguably, the person who knew a lot about film festivals would have struggled just much or more not doing all those other things.
1: True, true. And and I was incredibly lucky. Um, The Okotoks Film Festival shared a lot of... Oh nice! Uh, I was going to ask if there was a mentor,
0: or a mentor isn't yeah. always a person; it's sometimes a group.
1: Yeah, um, oh, that's but it awesome. was it was Katie at the Okotoks Film Festival. Oh, give her give that props for Katie. That, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just helped clarify a whole bunch of stuff for us, that's and awesome. uh, helped us put us on the right path. Your mini film fest MBA. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. Every, everything like, has its nuances. She, she showed me where the yellow brick road starts.
0: <laughs> and now, and and where the landmines are hidden. <laughs> Don't, yes. step over, don't step over there. Yeah. I'm curious, is this something, do you have a support from at a provincial, governmental, uh, municipal level?
1: Um, in our second year, we, uh, in our first year, we had some support from the city. Okay. And our second year, some uh, support from the government. And like any not-for-profit, we're out there writing grant applications and yeah. uh, sponsors are supporting us. Um, and we're in the beginning stages. So, you know, we're working to build yeah. it that up. Um, writing I,
0: those grant applications is, a, is another discipline all to itself I know oh
1: and yeah. see that's where being uh, having a corporate compliance uh, ah. and, uh, comes Could in
0: much more in line with that world oh, right. Oh, yes
1: um, that's what I mean all the Lego blocks kind of clicked um, Yeah, writing grants doesn't scare me um, and which it scares a lot of entrepreneurs so good for you it does um, and because we are such a niche film festival because um, we straddle two worlds we straddle uh, straddle the social justice world, yes, and then we're the arts world. As I was well. curious
0: who, who you're running. I was going to ask who you're writing grants to. Too, so the arts is the easy one, but it doesn't necessarily tell the whole story.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah, and I actually think it's backwards. Ah, okay, okay. right on. Good. So do tell, uh, do tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, our uh, our governments, whether it's municipal, provincial, or not, uh federal. Um, know that there is this large influx of seniors coming and so are looking for innovative ways to um, address issues. Okay, And so we are the only film festival in Canada uh, that oh, deals with aging and older adults. And so writing that grant and talking about ending ageism and uh, educating people about things that happen in the third act, that's an easy sell, when I'm a film festival, I'm a film festival like any other film festival. I understand.
0: Differentiation is way more. Uh, it's ah, it's way harder. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah, That makes I, sense when you say it like that. And many of the people that would be uh, adjudicating those grants aren't necessarily older adults and don't uh. understand the issue. So
0: it's not going to resonate.
1: No, no. So the messaging has to change ever so slightly um, between the different types of grants. But still, writing a grant is exactly like writing a, a document compliance. for the union. Uh, that's interesting. Commission.
0: Yeah. You touched on something I wanted to, you said, you know, ending, you, you put out some statements of, you know, ending ageism. Do, do you have, what is your core? Like, what's your core purpose? What's your reason behind this? And has it evolved?
1: Um, to, it, it has. You know, what? when I first started the festival, um, like, I, I wrote a business plan. Yes. You mentioned, when we first had coffee, you told me that. <laughs> uh, because I knew that's what you did. Uh, and I kind of put it all together, and I knew, I just wanted to change attitudes around aging. Um, and then, after about a year... Um, I had to do, I, I, I had to do, um, I was accepted into the fast pitch program, uh, through social venture partners, which is another not for profit that helps people hone their elevator pitch down yes. to three minutes. And be- it was, be-
0: beat you into three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They
1: beat me down into three minutes. Just, <laughs> that, that, those are tough. Those
0: are tough exercises.
1: They are, uh, yeah, and I thought, eight weeks to do this? That's tons of time. Like, why Why is it eight weeks? And then after the eight weeks, I'm going, no, I need more time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it was through that process of honing down that elevator pitch that I realized that ageism is kind of the foundation of all the other issues of our our. Adi- our our negative attitudes around aging our fear of aging and I didn't really know that because I didn't know a lot about isms before and ageism I started. isn't
0: a term that you hear a lot racism and you, you like those are more they're more popular they're more trendy yeah. words yeah. ageism it's not something I mean, I've heard it in passing when you and I had coffee I was like I, I, was like, mm-hmm. oh, I started thinking about it a little bit more mm-hmm. and when I was talking to people like oh who are you having in the podcast next and I was like oh it's about ageism and they were like oh very interesting the word gets people's attention because I think it's an ism yes That's your point it, it ooh, is oh I should pay attention to this
1: yes yeah. And it's it's funny because when I it, it in if I point out that somebody has just made an a, ageist remark, mm-hmm. they'll go, "No, it's not." And then I and then you try to start to explain. Do you, are you
0: do you do that a lot at cocktail parties?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, usually, usually I take my glass away <laughs> and go, "Oh, oh, oh, oh." <laughs> Strategically, no, 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 do no, I, no. I speak? Do I not? Yeah, no, yeah. I get it. Look at them. Go mm, tilt your head and go, "No, no, no, don't." No. And, and
0: do all your friends, do your friends know you as as that friend? Oh yes, oh Good. yes, absolutely. Well, you're clearly very passionate, and you don't seem shy about the topic. Which you're not going to get any change if you're going to be shy about anything.
1: No, no, and and I don't try and beat people up about yes, it. Yes, as you said, wet noodle. Wet noodle. I heard you. And and even if you make uh, I I. Uh, do you have to apologize to my poor niece's uh, boyfriend? I went off on him. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, I had oh, no. a moment, and then then I actually had to apologize because you were crazy, Aunt Mitzi? <laughs> I was crazy. Sorry, crazy that was that's yeah, crazy. I was bold. I'm, I'm out of striking dude? distance right now, so no. <laughs> no, I was crazy, Aunt Mitzi. and and um, that's uh, a,
0: that's a great <laughs> ring to it, though, doesn't it? <laughs> a
1: couple glasses of wine at, at uh, family yeah. dinner, and, and yeah, no, that's awesome. And I'm angry at something else, and let me lash out at you because yes. you just said the wrong thing. <laughs> It happens to the best of us when you're passionate about things. Yeah. Well, and then and then on top of that, so he leaves, and then I actually have to explain to my parents why, why what he said to them was ageist, and it's just oh interesting. Oh. Do you find
0: sometimes you're the voice or the advocate? Because if you had to explain to them, they didn't even realize it or didn't even notice it. No, they... Because you're stewarding this new way of thinking about things. And it's interesting. It's not like this older generation is necessarily walking around being offended all the time. No. Because it's this... Well, that's just the way it is. And it's okay to make jokes about old people. It's like, well, no, it's not okay. No. And and you're the voice with the... (laughs) the, the, Like protesting this thing. That's an interesting trick. Because you're right. It isn't maybe as top of mind of some of the other isms that are out
1: there. No. and, And if even the person that is the subject of the comment doesn't, doesn't see it as an ism. Then I, like I, I question myself, do I have the right to say it is an uh, ism yeah. if you don't see it as an ism? And part of me says yes. And part of me says no. Like interesting, it, but they the bigger part of me says it is ageism. And I need to say something clearly for almost yeah. an
0: activist mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's That's funny I'm thinking about my grandmother my grandmother was a real going concern lady who eventually Mm -hmm. developed dementia and had some challenges that way but when she was in her 70s 75 she would go to the old folks home is what she called it Mm -hmm. to help the older people they were most of them were younger than she was but she would do that it's just like well I'm gonna go we're gonna play cards I'm gonna help the old people you know they just need to be taken (laughs) care of and she's just going 100 mile an hour she always was but she referred to them as the old people people. and they were my dad would be like you know Tyler that most of these are her friends that are in their early 70s and she's in her late 70s. <laughs> <laughs> and she would just do it in the way that she did it, and like oh my grandmother did everything was 110 miles an hour. But mm-hmm. it's funny, I mean, she always referred it was the, jo- As the, the joke, people, yeah. and it was a joke. But for us, it was a sense of pride because she was such a strong character, lived on her own, like get out of her way kind of thing. Yeah. And the, the way she referred to it, it was it made us more proud of her. It was funny. Just I'm thinking, <laughs> just uh, I and haven't it thought is. of that story for so long. It's so funny.
1: And, and and it's hard. Like, how do you take that compliment away? Yes. When and tell them that it's ageist. Uh, uh, a- the AARP has a great uh, commercial out where they have these women sit down and they flash up these other pictures of, of, of celebrity women. Okay. And, you know, they make them say a statement and tack on for her age. Hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a picture of Cher. She looks awesome for her age. And then they start um, hmm. flashing up different statements that they have to read out. And the one I remember uh, is, she's funny for an Asian. And the woman was Asian who had to say this. Or uh, her baby was Asian and she was pregnant. She said, my baby's Asian and she's going to (laughs) be fucking funny. So it it really brings it into crispness of how that compliment is actually potentially ageist. You don't mean it that way, but Tyler, you're never going to say that again. Okay. No, no, no.
0: I love the, the strategy of holding up two things side by side. One yeah. thing is you're like, oh my
1: goodness, I would never say that, but this one's okay.
0: You're like, well, is it, yeah. is it okay?
1: It, and yeah.
0: So. Uh, and, and, but it comes with awareness and it comes with, and, you're, and I think there's such, it brings up such an interesting conversation around intent. Because mm-hmm. my intent was not to be, or I'm yeah. saying my, or yeah, the intent your, your was not to be. Yeah. But if the outcome still potentially creates that feeling in another person or someone overhears it, mm-hmm. then then the cost is still too high yeah but you know malicious intent I do believe needs to be addressed oh absolutely and then like oh I didn't know great mm-hmm. I, I reserve the right to know further yeah but being open when someone gives you that piece of feedback or because I think sometimes it's easy to be defensive also when someone kind of calls you on something yeah that maybe you didn't think was bad but maybe deep down and I, I think I know I react more when I'm like oh you're probably right and I don't like it, <laughs> you called me on it in any kind of the isms or just in life in general and you know yeah. we're in a world we talked about this earlier about if you don't agree with me then you're wrong and I'm going to yeah. violently oppose you versus mm-hmm. like hey maybe another perspective perhaps
1: yes <laughs> that's a very different
0: that's more of a wet noodle versus the baseball bat which I think we're we're wielding too freely in our society today <laughs> yes. you can have a different opinion and I can be open to your thoughts yes. and maybe I can absorb some of them and maybe change my behavior later
1: yeah <laughs> I, I reserve
0: the right to act differently in the future yeah
1: <laughs> And sometimes it's hard to uh, express to people that, like when your grandmother was saying she was going to go hang out with the older people, um, some people don't actually see that how that's pushing those that set of people away from you right. and creating an otherness. And, Absolutely, because you,
0: you didn't want to see yourself the way you saw them.
1: Exactly, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I get that. And that's where isms start. Is mm. we is Uh, uh, is, it's almost us versus them versus uh, just us yeah exactly and really we're all
0: just humans yes we're all on a journey and 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 it's such an interesting as you look at someone who's older or someone who's dealing with challenges and of course you know i'm at that point now where i have friends that even my own age that are starting to deal with some health concerns Mm -hmm. and even i'm like wow like you see your own humanity sometimes and it's really scary yeah. It's super scary. So <laughs> you're like, "Holy shit, that could be me." That guy who was like amazing shape, and like, "Oh, so and so died of a heart attack." You're like, I saw him last week and he was like killing it. Yeah, Like living his life. I'm like, "Oh, wow." Like, "Oh, you mean I actually am mortal?" That's weird. I don't want to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 is, at it, all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it is it, it, and, and I was just going to say and it's great because as you start to age, you do actually start to feel your mortality. And I actually think that's a great driver to do those things that you want to do.
0: A little bit of the urgency. Yeah. 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 No, Nothing like a little call to action. There's only two left. I've got to get in there. I've got to get it. <laughs> exactly. I had a conversation last week. Uh, I don't know if you know Pete Easterbrooks. No. He's the fitness guy. He's been uh-huh. doing fitness 40 years. He's 60 years old. He wrote an interesting article I'll share with you on LinkedIn. He goes, uh-huh. uh, for, 60 isn't the new 40, it's the new 60. Yes. Stop with this. Yeah. I'm 60. I've earned every ache. I've earned every creek. I've never felt better in my life. And he you goes, know, in fitness, you know, he's a big ultra marathoner. He goes, uh-huh. I run a marathon. And then two weeks later, I'm like, shit, I ran a marathon. What have I done now? What am I doing today? What's happening in my life today that I'm excited about? What am I mm-hmm. engaging in? And he kind of talked about that whole mindset around like, I've earned it. Like, I'm not going to look back at decisions I made when I was 40 and be hard on myself because I made the best decision at the time. Yeah. But I'm going to make different decisions now because I'm 60 yeah. and I'm embracing it, never felt better. I'm, I'm looking forward to what's ahead of me. It was an interesting twist because I've heard, that, oh, 60 is the new 40. And his no. is like, no, 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 it's not. It's the new 60. Yeah. And it's my 60. What's your 60? It was a great kind of paradigm shift and it was a good conversation. Because he was all talking about exactly, well, what what am I doing? Like kind of that joke, well, well what do we have to look forward to? It's a different mindset than you start living just
1: in the past of oh I remember when. <laughs> yeah no no you should never live in the past right. <laughs> <laughs> the review the but review mirror re- is smaller <laughs> than the windshield for a reason as yeah, they joke exactly exactly and and I need to get to know this guy because I think he's right in line. I'm going to do an intro
0: with you guys he's and he's great he's just super high energy Pete is awesome yeah yeah I'll do an intro that, yeah, that, I, one of my favorite things in life is to introduce cool people and then hear six months later about whatever neat thing happened because I yeah. introduced them that's one of my favorite little little mini joys. <laughs>
1: And, and I know we've talked about, uh, uh, a lot about, like, dimension, that kind of stuff. But, like, the third act is full of possibility. And, and like, Pete, like, there are 85-year-olds out there doing amazing things. And uh, we, like, I was telling you over coffee, we have this social media campaign called This Is. And it's an age. And then we highlight somebody, whatever their age is and what That's they're awesome. doing. Yeah. And, like, a 92-year-old climbed Mount Kilimanjaro that's a possibility. It's not a possibility according to mass media.
0: No, you're done, you're finished. Check you're out. You're done, you're finished. Hand in, yep. your, hand in your life at the door and go sit in the corner.
1: And, and, and what you're we, right, that's a terrible message, but it's out there. It's it, kind it, of broad, it's out there. but it's there for sure. And that's what we want to change. We want to show all that, screw, the positive screw, stuff. Screw that. <laughs> screw visit, looking in the rearview mirror, man. Yeah. i got bigger challenges ahead. What do we have to look forward to? Exactly. And but what our concern is, is if the if the mass media is the only messaging that you're getting then you're only seeing an incredibly small piece of the pie so how do you dream your big dream if all you think is it's it's this small piece of pie yep absolutely so and seeing what's
0: possible and exposing yourself. To, so curious, your own your t- this journey that you're helping to facilitate for people and this overall message. You've been in this for three years. How's it evolved for you? How do you see it differently now than even how you saw? it? I'm saying it, whatever that <laughs> you can define the it. How do you? How has your own journey evolved? Because we're on we're on this journey with with our companies, so, yeah. with our processes. How's it evolved for you? How do you see it differently than you used to?
1: Um, I'm a lot less sure. Oh, interesting. Uh, And and you would think it would be the other way around. Um, I think in the beginning, I was naive, is not the right word, but here I am. I'm at the beginning of the journey. I have a goal and it's my sole focus. And now uh, there are more people involved, different voices. Okay. And so they're saying different things uh, and bringing new perspectives to what. what our, maybe our messaging should be. Uh, and, and so it's making me question like, is, is what I'm doing the right message? Mm -hmm. Um, and are we doing it the right way? And I, I don't see that necessarily as a good or a bad thing. It is just what it is, but, um, it does have days where it's like, Oh my God, am I doing the right thing? And then there's days where it's just like, yeah, I'm rocking it. (laughs) I think that's
0: just the honest of the journey. Yeah. You know, I think we all Hollywood's done a good job of portraying the singular focus either villain or superhero that never questions and has the same thought all the time and it's always before. Yeah. It's not humans aren't like that. No,
1: no. <laughs> not oh not my many God, not no. many that
0: I've met and I think there's always an illusion maybe from the outside that you've got it all figured out but I've got I I'm, I'm like I don't know what's going on oh, over here. I
1: think that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: so much so. It's like, oh wow, like don't don't mistake this calm exterior for what's going on <laughs> My wife years ago she said to me she goes we don't know what it's like to be insecure like you're always confident I was like whoa what do you mean she goes well you always act I said well don't mistake action for confidence right <laughs> up to the moment I'm like is this the right idea like what am I but it's funny you create this illusion and sometimes you use it to almost like well I wish I, I wish I could have it together like that person like yeah. that 75 year old person who ran that ultra marathon <laughs> well yeah that's them I could never be that. well why couldn't you
1: versus exactly. seeing it as
0: like well hey if they can do it I can do it too <laughs>
1: exactly it's just
0: such a different shift mm. uh,
1: even I think like as I was getting ready this morning going fucking Tyler's got it so together <laughs> uh, well you know you that, whole, <laughs> <laughs> that whole imposter system uh, oh uh, imposter syndrome and, yes syndrome and 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 Overcoming that. And yeah, and, and every morning it just fake it till you make it, Mitzi. Fake it till you oh, make it. Oh, imposter
0: syndrome <laughs> is so real. I was listening to some us, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day and these two super, like Joe Rogan, I think he was interviewing this ultra marathon guy mm-hmm. and, and talking about their haters that are coming at them and you're doing this wrong. And it's like, oh my God, like how often do you, like, one, stop even listening to that once you get some notoriety? Mm-hmm. But two, the reality of they both said the reason they actually were both felt they were successful is because every day they're like, oh my God, like, I hope no one's going to figure it out today that I'm a buffing, that I'm not <laughs> legit. I'm just going to keep driving. I'm going to keep like, <laughs> Keep, keep running so, that it doesn't catch, so it doesn't catch up It was yeah. just interesting To hear You know People from the outside That people would perceive As super successful yeah. Going like The reason I'm successful Is because every day I was running away From being caught For being a fraud <laughs>
1: I love that It was such an interesting
0: concept. And I think it's so real. I was in an executive group, probably 13, 14 executives in the room. We had a speaker and he said, just show of hands, who's worried that people are going to figure out that they're not as smart as everyone thinks they are? And like over half the room put up their hand. And these were significant business leaders in Calgary running Mm -hmm. big oil and gas Gas companies, insurance, construction, everything under the sun. And I was younger. I was like, know, the youngest person in the group was one Mm -hmm. of those, I felt I had imposter syndrome just being in the room. (laughs) And it was so leveling for me to go, oh, wow. Okay. This is actually a thing. This is okay. This but is something a huge else thing. that doesn't get talked about yeah. a lot. Yeah. I love the concept of imposter syndrome. And, <laughs> and I think so we all run away from it a little bit every
1: day. <laughs> yes. And somebody somebody actually gave me a good analogy. Uh, it was about uh life balance. There's no such thing as life uh, balance. Even the way you said it. Uh, <laughs> life balance. Yes. Like go with my some, hands. With some cynicism. <laughs> um, and her perspective was uh just make sure you're leaning forward. You know. So Yeah. Because you're only going to go one way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I heard an interesting thing about life balance, and I think it really ties into this the the third act, third action. It was it's just an article I read. CBC They said, listen, if you start looking at life balances in a day,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're always going to be exhausted. You're always going to feel like you're not living up. You're always going to be overwhelmed. But if you look at like, well, this is the education phase of your life, you're learning and building. Mm-hmm. This is your wealth building phase. This is your family building phase. And arguably, this is your third act phase. Yeah. And if you think about all the things you're going to get to do at that time, I'm not saying you should wait. I don't believe in the like, oh, once I'm here, then I'll have fun, or once no. I'm here then I'll live yeah. my life I don't agree with that mm-hmm. I grew up kind of observing that and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm going to try a new formula but you're right there is things you're going to have more freedom to do and that's okay because that's what that act is for For yeah, it's like a movie the third, first act builds the character second act there's some kind of conflict resolution mm-hmm. yeah. the third act is like oh everyone rides off into the sunset yeah it doesn't mean it's, you're dead at the end of the sunset. <laughs> no. The ride is just getting started. <laughs> it, exactly. And getting that belief out there, it's, it's interesting because, you know, popular media it's, presents us ideas so we buy stuff. Let's be, I'm in marketing. Mm-hmm. I get it, how it works. But yeah. you're right. It's a very limiting perspective sometimes.
1: It is. And, and there are some great things to look forward to in, in the third act of life. Um, so there is research and I have the research paper if you want it. That shows well, that we'll put some links up. We'll yeah, put that. Yeah, we'll uh, share that. I'll send, people, I'll send you the research. My papers. hope when
0: people listen to these podcasts as they walk away, go, wow, that was interesting. I'm inspired. Need more information. I mean, but I need more. I want to dig in a little bit deeper. And if it leaves them with one or two new thoughts, it's a success in Excellent. my mind. In my mind.
1: Um, so there is research out there that says that we are happiest when we're like at our youngest and as we age. So it's actually a smile. And so, it's so an upside down Belker. That's it, it, that's <laughs> interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah. So, uh, like, if nothing else, oh my god! Like, uh, so my life is fairly stressful right now because I'm doing this, starting and
0: absolutely building a film festival. I have
1: parents who are dwindling unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you're, 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 you're living it. You're, I'm, you're, I'm living yeah. it. And you're, you're not just preaching it. <laughs> no. So what I do is I just think about that smile and go at some point I'll be in the, ups- Side ups- of the cr- swing,
0: <laughs> Which is so funny because everything is the, usually the that we've all seen the bell curve a million times. Yeah. So you get up here and then it drops and boom it goes down. Yeah. Uh, but I always thought downhill, it's funny, I used to cycle. Going downhill was always the highlight. I don't know why we always refer to it as this bad thing. Yeah, there's, there's no work involved, right? <laughs> yeah, this way you can just. But you're going the fastest. And, and I I love I'm
1: thinking sp- skiing. Yeah, yeah I you're love, going the fastest. I is love it? speed. It's
0: great. <laughs> um, it's such an interesting perspective. So where? Wh- when's the, when is the film festival? Like, if I want to go to this now, I'm excited. When is it?
1: It's in uh, June every year. Okay. So in June, uh, the, the entire uh, province of Alberta celebrates seniors for one week. Uh it's Didn't, always the I first
0: did, I did not know that either.
1: Um so get out there and celebrate. Uh the people in your life. Uh it's the first Sunday uh through the following Saturday. So we are always the the last weekend of seniors week. Oh that's awesome. So in twenty twenty it's June twelfth, thirteen, and fourteen. So
0: and where do you and do you host it at like at the globe? Do you like is Um nope.
1: Or? Uh we host it at the Glimbo. Uh, theater, oh, which nice. is in their okay. lobby. Yeah, Ma- nice. Many people don't know there's a huge theater in their lobby or just off their lobby. And so we take over their entire lobby. You have to go through v- us to what, get to the Glenbo. Associating
0: with the Glenbow is a great. That's a great place to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's, and and, and how's, it, how's it? like? So what phase are you in right now? Are you vetting films now? Like, what's the timeline?
1: Yeah, uh, How we, far
0: in advance are you prepping for oh, June?
1: Oh, I,
0: all year round, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Almost. Yeah, yeah. So we started taking films on September 1st. Um, And our film reviewers have started reviewing already. Uh, We take them until February. And then it's a rush to pick the films, print the programs, get it out the door. Of course, mad dash. Mad dash. So, But uh, November, December, a little bit on the quieter side. It lets me do projects to build kind of thing. And
0: how's the... And are you getting... Is there more support? Is there support growing? Are people... Absolutely. When you approach people
1: about support for this, do they get it? Uh, They definitely get it if they're in that kind of... Forty-five and up range, okay, okay. Uh, which is most of the people I'm dealing with, right? Um, which makes kind of makes sense, sense, right? Because you're seeing that in the on the near horizon, and uh, it is becoming a bigger issue. I think when we had coffee, I said, "Baby boomers are." C- are becoming seniors and they've been agents of change since yes. they came of age. They're heavily funded. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: they're, they're, they're motivated. They're empowered. They've, they're they've created all the focused. freedoms. Absolutely. Yeah. They're enga- They're very actively engaged. engaged. They're not yeah. rushing to get to the porch.
1: No, they are not. No. And they see the possibility and, and they're starting to experience ageism. So it's interesting from your
0: position, like I know there's always, this is always an important topic. I'm sure it's always been, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like you're also on the start of this wave of it. Like we're redefining age period because there's a new group coming on board.
1: Well, I'd like to think
0: I've redefined what 45 was because it's my version of it. Yeah, exactly. and, and 48 and 49 will also be my version of it. Yeah. So hopefully redefined from what it was before, better, different, shinier, or faster. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And if you think in the last hundred years, we've gone from an average lifespan of somewhere in the 60s to now yeah. somewhere in the 80s. Yeah, it's changed. It's changed substantially. We're taking and better
0: care of ours, like for
1: sure. We yeah, yeah and yet we haven't, we haven't, haven't redefined our perspective on it. Interesting. Right? Something as simple as uh, if you do a demographic survey, it's sixty-five and up. Well, that's a twenty-year span. Think how much you changed in the first twenty years of your life. You're still going to change. If I go back to twenty-five. To yep. f- 35, 45,
0: I'm like, I heard something the other day, I've, I've mentioned a couple times, the age, the end of history phenomenon, mm-hmm. where if you ask someone how much they're going to change going forward, they're like, you know what? I'm pretty much who I am. I've arrived. Like mm-hmm. i kind of, how much have you changed in the last 10 years? They're like, oh my God, I was such an idiot. Don't even talk <laughs> to 35 year old myself. We have this weird of like, well, whatever age we are, we're at, we're at the spot. Yeah. But if I really think about it, like 25 to 45, it's like, there's like five or six different lifetimes in there. Pers- Absolutely. Whole, I would say, arguably you a wholesale personality? <laughs> So I can only imagine, and I have a better, it's like, it's like we get a more powerful computer. You can do better work. Exactly. So the next 20 years, I consider it's going to be almost an exponential growth even after the last 25, but we don't go, that's not, I don't think that's we our, don't default think about that. no, our default position.
1: No, no. When we think of somebody retiring, boom, they they, they stay the same and they don't. Right. 65 to 75, 75 to 85, those are
0: huge it's, like shifts as much as like you said, five to 10, 10 to 15, 15 to 20. Yeah. A 10 year old to a 20 year old. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. No. I feel like we have so many rabbit holes we can keep going down. <laughs> but it's interesting when you just start breaking apart the weird thought pro- thoughts we have about these things that arguably I would say we don't actually consciously think about
1: that often. No. No. Because well, we've got lots of other things to think about at the same <laughs> <We do>. time. <laughs> but then along
0: comes a film fest that gives us an opportunity to go experience something. where it could you know? There's probably 20 minute films. There's probably hour and a half films where I can walk out with maybe like, oh wow, there's a new way of thinking about something.
1: Absolutely. And that's exactly what we want to do. And and so we do show kind of like. We don't just show positive aging, okay? Uh, because that would be looking at the world with rose-colored glasses. Mm, that's, um, that's not real. That's not real, because there's an end to the third act, <laughs> and that's another none, subject not, that many people don't want to. None talk of us about. are making note of this alive, <laughs> as we <laughs> no, say. No, nobody's know. making it. Yeah.
0: So. But know. I want to live it as I want every moment to be full and fulsome between here and then. <laughs>
1: Exactly. You want to age because the alternative is death and that's not good. <laughs> the alternative sucks. <laughs> and yet we don't know that either.
0: Yes, Maybe. no, fair at all. <laughs> We're going to save that's that podcast rabbit hole. for another we won't day. Go down.
1: Um so so we do show uh, we like to show lots of films about positive aging to show you that bigger piece of the pie and then we like to show pictures uh, or films Um, about some of the the trials and tribulations of growing older. Um, There are trials and tribulations in every aspect of your life, no no matter what age you are, so why would we ignore it um, in the third act? Um, but what we do is, um, we bring in subject matter experts to speak afterwards.
0: You said that, I think that's cause that's such an interesting, you know, it's like go to a movie, then go out for a drink after to talk about About the movie, but having someone there who a professional quote unquote, and whatever the subject matter is to be able to steward that dialogue and help you take your thoughts a little bit farther. I think that's a really interesting addition. Yeah. I like that a lot. It
1: seems to really, uh, it got a r- lot of good feedback in year one, and year two is just more lots of positive feedback on it. Uh, because, of course, it, we always include a Q&A, um, because it's great to have somebody, a subject matter, speak at you, but if you're not allowed to ask questions, Dialogue. Right, yeah. Dialogue. And there's more research that yes. proves that, yeah, film can make a difference. It can change attitudes. Um, I mean, you only need to look at uh, Al Gore's movie and how it changes yep. climate change. Was, um,
0: film is incredibly powerful media. It, it I'm a is. Huge, I'm a huge fan. Storytelling. Yes. Storytelling, right? So,
1: um, but the research says that discussion afterwards as a larger, like it, in it, mul- it's a force multiplier. Yep. So I, w-
0: I would get that. Yeah. Cause sometimes you're also just opening Pandora's box of an idea. And if you don't do something with it or give people more context, it just, it can fizzle or just fall off the end of the table or leave you maybe with fear. N- fear. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So which should... fear used well is a very, very powerful emotion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, I agree it, and, but it, you need to, Provide a bit of a pathway to say, "Hey, take that fear and let's turn it into like a drive to learn more, or to be exposed yourself to the things, yeah. or whatever the case may be."
1: Or here's a path to go down to to find more information. Back to the yellow brick road. Yeah. yeah I'm, back I'm, to the yellow brick, brick road. <laughs> <laughs> don't, look, don't look behind the curtain, or in this case, look behind the curtain. Um, so <laughs> and I'm Dorothy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the shoes were a nice touch. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, they are kind of ruby colored. Oh, a little bit. Oh, they are a little bit. You, you, have a, you, you clicked your heels a couple times. I didn't pick up on it right away. Um, what's the best way for someone to reach out? And they like they're inspired. They want to learn more. Is it a website? Is it contact you? It, what's the best way? It's
1: a uh, website uh, thirdactionfilmfest.ca all spelled out. Unfortunately, the world's longest
0: uh, email. Out. Oh, it is a third action. Okay. It, the, third action. The, the third or just third action. Third
1: action. So. Oh, that's that's that's.
0: Finding names and URLs these days is one of the <laughs> <laughs> toughest things we do. So I think you nailed it. If it's the third <laughs> Fest. Film no, filmfest.ca.
1: Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. So I, it is long. So third, is long. third action wasn't available. I got it. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and if there's nothing, something on the, something that you want to know that's not on the website, then give us a call. The phone number is on, on the website. Perfect. And, and are you
0: always looking for volunteers, people to support? Always looking I for volunteers. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, generally, uh, in September. For film reviewers, and then uh, in March and April for the actual festival. And any any help we can get, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, well,
0: talk about because again, what's what what's Bart get involved. Like, you Absolutely. know what I mean? Whether you're older or whether you're younger and it's such an interesting way. And I know myself attending an event is very different than being involved in an event. Absolutely. You get to take part in something and you meet fantastic people with a, with a shared sense of, you know, and age doesn't matter anymore. We're all believing, we're all into this topic and we all believe in this movement. Yeah. Let's get involved. Let's meet people. Yeah. And I think again, one of my other podcasts is called collisions because you got to bang people together. Yes. And, and if you don't see the eye to eye, that's great. But you need to bring is the shared value of being open to the other person's perspective, perspective. and that's how you get get rid of the isms. Yes. So that'll well, then be you the
1: get v- sparks flying. Sometimes those sparks ignite. Great! Oh, the old sometimes. iron sharpens. There's so many good. But you're
0: absolutely right. If we're all agreeing. Yeah. Sometimes we all walk off the edge together. Yes. In this case, like, well, no, I think we should go left. I think we should go right. Well, let's debate about it. Then maybe we go somewhere in the somewhere somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Missy, thank you so much for your candor, your passion, thank and you. bringing light to something that, um, honestly, until we met, I hadn't been thinking about it. It's, it was in the back of my mind, but you helped bring it forward into the into an, an open thought process. So thank you for that.
1: Well, thank you for sharing your time and your audience with me. It was my pleasure.
0: Thank you. Hello, and thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm your host, Tyler Chisholm. I want to let you in on a little secret. I absolutely love doing these podcasts. The learning, the people, the curiosity, the insights, the, the wow factor of meeting people that I thought I knew and learning their deeper stories really proves the value of what happens when you take the time to be curious and actually care enough to ask. With that, I'm looking for your feedback. I'm looking for your input. I'm looking for what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, where you'd like to see it headed in terms of guests, in terms of questions, a little bit deeper, please feel free to share. We'd love to get your feedback. Visit us on iTunes, on Spotify. Give us your review. Give us your five stars if you feel so inclined. But more importantly, give us your feedback. Give us your input on what you want to hear on future shows, and we will absolutely incorporate it. Thank you again for listening, and have an awesome day.